Podcast for May 3rd, 2016. It's your boy Dave at Numb Bills Fan on Twitter, alongside your co host Adam Deacon. What's your name on Twitter, dog? Numb Bills Adam D. What an intro. And oh, wait, guess who's back? Say hi. What's up, everybody? What's your name? Uh, this would be uh, Scott Campbell13, which Dave was literally just making fun of a second ago, but then we just found out he does not know how to use Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> He doesn't know how to do the search. I got Twitter on lock. It's just it doesn't like me. What else is new? Take a number. Who does? Yeah, seriously. Who does? <laughs> Anyways, Fuck not her. much has really happened. Just the best Bills draft probably that I've ever seen. I don't know about you guys, but uh, yeah, so the draft happened. It did? It did. The NFL draft happened. I know. The NFL one, I though. seen it. Oh, not the draft lotto for the NHL. I thought that was what we were talking about. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> no, the real draft happened. The real draft. <laughs> how did you feel? Uh, how did you guys feel about it? Uh, I didn't get drafted. That sucks. Did you put your name in the – maybe it was the wrong paperwork. Maybe it got lost in the mail. You didn't put your name in the hat? I might have spelled it wrong. Uh, you should search – other ways to how to spell your name, maybe that person got drafted. Yeah, just like the word initial. Can you believe initial has three eyes <laughs> in it? So our initial reaction with this is, for me, is I am so thrilled. When Shaq Lawson was still there, I was like, you got to be kidding me. You got to be kidding me. And, and for real, I have to self-gloss because everybody else has to. Your boy here, a.k.a. me. Numb Bills fan on Twitter, David J. Palermo here, everywhere else in the social media world. I called this. I said, do not be shocked. Now, I did pad a little bit. Do not be shocked if the Bills draft two defensive linemen and a linebacker or even two linebackers or a defensive lineman. You know what I mean? Like, in the first three rounds. If it's that deep, the Bills are going to take the best player available, which is going to be a defensive player, and then you come back around. It just makes so much sense. I was not buying a quarterback smokescreen. was not buying a wide receiver. It just wasn't happening. Maybe Braxton Miller in the third. I, I, I just don't see it happening. Yeah, I think uh, we all agreed on that last week, and it draft like shook out perfectly. Kind of how we said it. We actually got the first two picks were two guys that we both wanted at 19, or all three of us wanted at 19. Yeah. And it... We didn't even think the one guy was Lawson was going to even be there, so that was surprise. And yeah, I mean that was the guy I, I liked probably best out of anybody who's going to be rush rushing the passer there. And I mean, I couldn't have imagined him being there at nineteen. If the Bills ended up with him, I I thought they were going to have to you know move move up. Yeah, I was basically counting down like we still got these three guys left because then it was just a lot of tackles and a lot of receivers. I was surprised. Then that safety went to Atlanta. and You, you notice, like, um, it, it just seemed that, 
no one was taking defensive players along the front seven, it felt like, the whole draft. It felt like, oh, there's a cornerback, there's a cornerback, there's a safety. I was like, whoa. I, and it's, like, amazing. Everybody just got pushed down, down, down. Shaq Lawson comes about. I'm like, you know, I think I take the Sean Lee kid or Lawson. You know, it's kind of like what I was hoping for. You know, and then maybe Raglan. You yeah. know, and I'm like, man, what's what's going to happen? They got to take the Lawson kid. They love Clemson. Rex loves Clemson. They, they did the research on him. And, you know, in a year of production, like I didn't know that till after he was drafted. I ain't going to sit here and pretend like I knew all about Shaq Lawson. I didn't know shit. But I will say he is named after one of my favorite basketball players, Shaquille O'Neal. That is kind of cool. I do know that. But I couldn't believe that he was really there. And then he's shown coming down the hallway, and he's just legitimately psyched. Just psyched to be a Buffalo Bill. Like, yeah, that's right. And then, they, you know, they pan the camera on him. And it was but, beautiful. But he did not rip off a wife beater, which... Kind of takes the cake for this draft. We'll leave that one as like a little stay tuned in to find out who. Or you could fast forward 20 minutes and get there yourself. <laughs> or you could have been on Twitter at all ever the last two days. Uh, Yeah, so basically Shaq, I got to watch him for the last two, three years. And it was just, he is, he's a beast. He would be double teamed and he would still, still get through everyone. And he's more of a, he's actually better stopping the run than he is getting the, to the passer, he contains the edge perfect, and he drops back in coverage too. Actually, and there's a few times he's kept with running backs on the other team. No way. Yeah. Really? Check out the Notre Dame tape from last year. There's a few like uh, flares. He's just now. <clears throat> did you like? I I love this. Um, I was watching the ESPN feed, and then they showed they showed Shaq Lawson going against the Notre Dame left tackle that got taken. His name escapes me because I don't know. Stanley. Ronnie. Stanley. Yeah. He goes, you know, here's the deal to Shaq Lawson kid, okay? He did not get by whatever the hell you just said his name, Notre Dame left tackle. And then I hear a guy from Roto World come on John Murphy or, or something say, actually, I, actually, I don't know where I heard it, but somebody goes, actually, he should have put on the rest of the tape because it was equal back and forth. I might have been the one who texted you because uh, we watched that game the whole entire – I've seen, obviously, watching the Clemson games, I always do. Uh, he absolutely destroyed him that game. It was also – it was part of that hurricane. I definitely heard it, though, like from like a, like a national like dude who's like, yo, that guy is wrong. Yeah, he was like, completely like Gruden wrong. Gruden is wrong. Gruden was being very negative, actually, the whole draft, so I think they may, maybe they told him to do that, but I don't know. He dominated Stanley, and Stanley was a top ten pick. In that game. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it was awesome. And the game was all running because no one could throw it because it was like 60-mile-per-hour winds and rain. The thing he has is a motor like Chris Kelsey. No, no. (laughs) I just want to say that just to get your reaction. I fucking hate Chris Kelsey. Oh, we were just talking about Chris Kelsey and that, that nice Chris Johnson run that... A game Scott missed because uh, it's one of one of his many what? It was alumni week. What are you talking about? Oh, okay. Sure. Sure. Yep. Sure was. It was. <laughs> but, but, yeah, he's got Shaq Lawson, the motor that Mario didn't have this last year. That's what he's got. Yeah, and he plays 
Which is awesome because, like... He, like, destroys people. Oh, yeah, he throws them. He always get, tackles them, and what I like about him is he always tackles he's, them backwards. He's, he's very he, he aware him, of he's how he tackles them. tackler. He picks them up and slams them on the ground. Yeah, and he does that to his bull rush, which is incredible. His spin move is incredible, too. He's just a freak of an athlete, actually. <laughs> and he can... He won't... Like, he contains the edge perfect, and he can play both the outside linebacker and on the inside for the 4-3, which is the best part, I think, for him. So then he'll probably – we'll probably have both Lawsons on third down. He'll probably come inside with Darius and Williams, and then Manny Lawson will play on the outside and cover or whatever he does. Yeah, they were saying the lineup would be, like, typically, obviously, Hughes and him on the outside. Yeah, first and second. And, and, and then Darius and Kyle within that. And then in the middle, I don't know what they would do. They Maybe Dolph? Yeah. The, the third round him pick. Him or Bryant, you know. Mm-hmm. But the kid has an awesome story, though. And you could look it up, but essentially his father died when he was a junior. Yeah, a year from the day of the draft. He also didn't get into clubs. No, right no, away. five years. It was five years. Oh, yeah, of that day. Yeah, yeah and he, he committed to – he was going to go to a different school. He committed to a different school. And um, essentially, after his father passed, he's like, well, he lives near Clemson. I'm going to try to get into Clemson. And he couldn't get in because of his grades. And he's like, I got to be around for my family. And pretty much he played the second father, you know what I mean, to his family. He played father because he was the oldest uh, of of everybody, and, and the dad would be home watching the kids. So – he had to go get his grades up, so he went to a military academy. Yeah, same school uh, Dad went to. They both went there, actually. That kind of drive and work ethic that young, I, I think, like, it, it just says something about your character. Yeah. Like, he's willing to do what it takes. You're not going to have to worry about about him having a new system and, and, and working to get better at it. He, you just know he's going to do it. And – if he's already faced adversity at a young age, and, and frankly, whether it's PC to say it or not, frankly just manned up and took care and handled his business, it, that's the kind of guy you want on the team. You know, he comes out saying, I can't wait to play for Rex Ryan. I can't. I don't remember other draft picks coming out going ballistic like that for whatever coach was here. Yeah, he met uh, Rex Ryan when he was – it was his first day of school. When he was a freshman, he was moving in with uh, Rex's son, and they helped – and Rex helped him move into college. So he's known him for a long, long time. So right. says a lot when you take some of the 19th pick if you've known him that long. Good stuff. I thought it was incredible. Um, oh, he was so excited. He was talking about – he was talking about how Rex using the Clemson all-in now, and he's like, I'm – that's – he's like, it's not even like I'm going anywhere. I'm just going to Clemson of the North. That was the theme. That, that to me, I, I'm pro-Rex. I love when people laugh at him. Stats are real. Say what you want about the defense last year. At least he's going to task and making changes and doing whatever it takes instead of during the get ready to drink, the Maroon years. Well, we're just going to stick with hacking and figure this out. And, you know, like, they didn't really make that many changes. They, the Bills brought in a quarterback's coach, which they should have had one the whole time when you draft a rookie quarterback. You and they think? didn't have a quarterback's coach for, for many. You know what I mean? It's like 
I feel like Rex is actually, he's going to get coaches or you're going to have each side of the coin with every coach, with, with fans and everything. But I feel like Rex is a lot of times, people are way harder on him than they need to be. He's making a lot of common sense moves. These guys are re-signing in Buffalo, by the way. What do you got on that? What do you got on that? Cordy Glenn re-signing. Deal's done. Five years, $65 million. You got Rex. He's got like $26 million guaranteed coming up. Ooh. I'd take that. Numbills Adam D right there on Twitter. But that's, no, that's but, late but, name. That's breaking news right here. We're breaking seriously, news. Seriously, seriously. Tomorrow. And, and you want to <laughs> know something? Is you got these players mentioning Rex Ryan. The Bills drafted Reggie Ragland in the second round, by the way. What did he do? He mentions Rex Ryan. You know, it, it, that was actually the high point of the draft for me. I that I was the I peaked at excitement when I saw the Bills slide up, up. To, slide up to forty one. I was like, oh my god, oh my god, they're gonna get him! Oh my god, oh my god, yo, he's I still tweet, there! Oh my I, god, I, I, I tweeted out, yo, this is for Raglan, right? It was a hundred percent. They were trying to trade the whole entire day. They were yeah. they're trying to trade with the Browns at thirty two. They just wanted the Browns. Wanted every a, a every shit team ahead of them, I heard. I heard that you called. I give up a fourth round, two fourth rounds for him. Oh. Yeah, I would take him That's in 19 t- all day. <laughs> He's a top 20 pick, too. Well, I think um, the synopsis is, is Whaley is playing the compensatory pick game here, and he's got it down to uh, a, a system where, obviously, if you know how compensatory picks work, if you don't look it up, I don't want to explain it wrong, but essentially it's some formula where if you lose X amount of free agents to the free agents you gain, and what also something with what they signed for, like I think probably like a tier, I'm not sure, but you get reimbursed picks. The Bills actually had a very, very good argument, and they became the first time they had 33 compensatory picks because they argued that they did acquire Charles Clay, but that was on a transition tag that's not acquiring a free agent because Miami had a chance to match it. So, essentially, the Bills the Bills traded away the regular fourth-round pick and next year's fourth-round pick and used their compensatory, I said that right, <laughs> compensatory pick on Cardell Jones, which is pretty sweet because that's almost a fifth-round pick. You want to talk value? I like it's, it. You know, so I love this, man. Whaley is playing the game. He is just, all angles, just playing the game. But Yeah, he got. I think he got a lot of good defensive players to his coach will work with, which is perfect. And then Cardell in the fourth, I think, is perfect. A quarterback in the fourth round with that much potential. He's, he's definitely a working project. He's not, he can't read a defense for the life of him. But that can... Maybe you can learn. I don't know. He's good. I saw a video negating that. Like I, I've I, seen. I watched him a lot last year, and there's a reason he got benched. But that's not saying – also, JT Barrett's very good too. But he he's a one guy. It's either – that might be part of the offense. Maybe they tell him, just you see this guy or just run. But the one thing I saw that they might do is, you know how they use manual a lot for whatever that was, like short yardage? This is a big dude now that we can use in short yardage, like – Third and one, and there, whatever that is, wildcat, but with an actual quarterback. I don't know what they actually call it. I'll tell you one thing you notice is when you put on the highlight videos of the kid, anything, you see him really 
standing there and just getting annihilated, but still delivering that ball. He delivers the ball off his back foot, like, with zip on it. Yeah, he's got a strong arm. Like, holy shit, man. I watched the... uh, How do you not take him? I was so hoping for it. I'm on my lawn, and I'm here, and in the Bills, and, you know, I was on WGR for, like, two and a half hours before the pick came. I'm like, Jeff sucks. (laughs) As far as taking forever. (laughs) And I didn't realize the Bills had the last pick of the fourth round, and then it hit me till later. I was like, oh, damn it. But when I heard Cardale Jones, like, say Alcapatra, oh, I think the talk is Cardale Jones. And I was like, that's the name we've been hearing. That's the name we've been hearing. They were drooling over the kid. They were drooling over Cardale Jones. I'm like, you know, I remember listening to Show Up in the Bulldog on WGR last year, and they were so hyped on him. And I'm and I'm like, how do you not? 11-0, you know, he's fa- he's had the ups and downs from, from being put under – the lights in the biggest situations you could be put in in college. Oh, yeah. To being benched. And, oh, by the way, you, you look into the kid, and he's got such a happy attitude, and he's fun. And, and like, I like the guys are drafting, man. Yeah, I mean, this team got way better this past weekend, you know? Th- think about it, though. They're filling the needs, and also now you have that quarterback who can develop – there's no rush for him. You can hopefully finally we have a guy like that. I don't remember when the Bills have had a guy like that. We brought in guys like Brian Brown. I was in the Brian Brown corner. <laughs> I really feel if that kid got a fair shot. He would have been all right. But opportunities far and few between. Look, yeah, I know. I'll, t- I'll take Cardell over Brian Brown. <laughs> well, yeah, definitely, definitely. But it's it's a fourth round pick, so it's not it's not like a risk we're taking. And with his, he's got such a high ceiling that. It's some risk you have to take, and it's not that big of a deal. I don't, I don't remember anyone else who was on the board. Maybe in ten years we'll see it, or five years we'll see. Damn, that person was there. But I think it's a perfect, at the same it's a perfect time, match too, because I think our quarterback coach and Greg Roman are very good at developing quarterbacks. If he is the guy that fills EJ Manuel's roster spot after the departure of EJ Manuel, who you know they did not pick, they up declined his the fifth, the fifth year option, which which everyone ooh. thought. Oh, didn't see that coming. All right. Anyways, if he's the guy who sits who sits in his spot, fine. Like I think I think he's the perfect guy to step in there, and he might even be able to improve that position for them. The thing I liked about him is he. I had this vision before watching him the way people talked about him, that he's like this dual-threat quarterback. And when I watched him, I thought, pocket passer all day. But like Ryan Fitzpatrick, watch out. The kid will take off. And you you, you know what I mean? I, I didn't look at him. It To me, this, this sounds nuts. It kind of like reminded me of watching his highlights of him. Now, I, I understand his highlights against Alabama. Right, <coughs> excuse me. It reminded me of watching Cam Newton like walk through Alabama when he was on Auburn in the national championship game. I did watch that game. He played the Ducks in in national championship game. They both did actually. Auburn beat Oregon in the national championship, and and Cam Cardell Jones in Ohio State also beat Oregon too, which is actually kind of funny. So maybe that's why you thought it was. The same. 
He did run like twenty. Well, that's what. Well, that's the, 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 the Nets again. The Nets again referred to. I'm sorry, but like it. That's like watching those two. I was just like, this kid's. This kid is big. He's big. He's thick. He has an arm. He is not afraid to sit back there. And, and just get crushed. Yeah, if he learns the offense, he's more of a pocket passer. I would say from what I saw, and I don't know shit, so throw it in that category. I don't, could not know what I'm talking about, but you could confirm it. To me, it seems more like he's 75% of a pocket passer to 25% run. I don't know. Ohio State's offense is a lot running quarterback, so they, but run, that's what I'm saying. they run 20 I think, times a game. I think mentally, though, oh, that's yes. where he's at. Yes, I think. I think it's definitely pass first and stand in there first. And it's like, to me, if Hackenberg looks like a pile of shit the last two years – and you got this, and oh, by the way, Hackerberg's ratings on Pro Football Focus, we touched on the last podcast, it was still negative, like negative 20 on Pro Football Focus for his freshman year, this great freshman year. I would like to know how Cardale Jones fared because the kid still won all of his games, like won all of his games. He got, he should not have played that year he played. You know, when does the third string quarterback really see the field? Not often. Well, it actually happened twice last year with two big teams, which is just it's this, the system. They all do run spread, so they're right. all – but usually, no, I would say not. And I think I would take Cardell Jones over Hackenberg easily, and especially with a fourth-round pick compared to a second-round pick. I would oh, take that yeah. all day. Oh, yeah. Un- unbelievable. That's what I'm saying. It's like we saw what Shane Gailey could do. Now, Sal Capaccio brought up a great point, speaking of Hackenberg. The Jets took Hackenberg in the second round. All right, we'll bounce back to the draft picks that Bills had in a second. But I really want to touch on Hackenberg a little bit because we were roasting him last week. I kind of want – if the Bills would have picked him, I would have stood by him. I'm not going to shred him. But Sal Capaccio brought up a good point. He goes, the two years he had, his last two years at Penn State, were in a spread offense. What does Shane Gailey run? More of a spread offense. Are they in, quote-unquote, lockstep like the Buffalo Bills are? Because to me, if you don't know that with Shane Gailey, what he runs, how, why, you got Eric Decker and Brandon Marshall. Yeah. You got to get a guy who can get it within the vicinity. If Hackenberg sounds like he can't hit the broadside of a barn, and he can't play in a spread offense, what's the point of him? Like, what are the Jets thinking? I don't... I don't know. I think they have to sign Fitzpatrick or they're going to waste whatever they did last year as a good season. Then I brought up the point, <laughs> wait, you, you, you get Bryce Petty in the second round last year for what? So you could develop him. What happened to the plan? If anything, he's been in Changi's system. Maybe, maybe he's just a tire fire. We've heard stories anonymously through, you know, scouts sources? and whatever that these sources that these guys like. Uh, I, I've heard, you know, you hear interviews with GMs or former GMs, and and, and they or come sources in sources close to the team. Yeah, our sources close to the sources that the player comes in that they drafted, and they're like, "Wait, that's him!" Like when he's in camp, and you're like, "Uh oh." We really screwed up. Oh no, that didn't work out. 
you know, Aaron Maven. But I don't know what the Jets are doing. What'd you call it? Three Stooges? The Three Stooges. Why? Because look at it. Look what they got. They got, they got, you know, third year failure, Geno Smith, Bryce Petty in his second year. I mean, I'll give him a, I'll, I'll leave him a question mark. Maybe the kid can ball if he's in the right situation. And now Christian Hackenberg, which is going nowhere. They, they could have really upgraded somewhere else on the team with that pick, and they took Christian Hackenberg. What if Christian Hackenberg is really Ryan Fitzpatrick? If he is that he smart, but he's not accurate. And it's like, I just... Do the Jets not know what you need? You need the quarterback. That's what they say. Yeah, so I guess take a swing at the second round every year. Maybe you got to hit one of them. So, round two of the Bills draft, back on track. We The way we got off track was we talked about the fourth-round picks that they traded to move up to get Reggie Raglan, which is pretty sweet. Saw the pick come in. You guys all saw, saw that move up. And we all, I think, collectively said Reggie Raglan in our heads together. Yep. Yep, kind of like we were kumbayaing, holding hands. No, but you were <laughs> not like that at somewhere, all. and I was somewhere, and Scott was next to me. No, he In wasn't. section three thirty one, row right. six. Yeah, three thirty one. Shout out. Got a lot of fam there. All right, where were we at, sir? Oh, so Reggie Raglan, what's your opinion, Mister? I watch college football. Uh, he beat my Clemson team in the national championship last year, and it sucked. But no, he's actually really, he's really good. He's a obviously a hard hitter. That's his go-to. And and I think he'll he'll be down. He'll probably be a first, second down guy. I think it moves over Preston Brown too. I'm not 100 percent on that. That's what everyone keeps Wavy saying. Says he is going to play next to Preston Brown. That said, yeah, but they I, also said that Rex said he thinks he's better on coverage than people give him credit for. He does. He is an athlete, and all those Bama guys are that athletic. And I just realized uh, our first four picks are in the national championship the last two years. Yeah, and three of them won it. Uh huh. <laughs> we drafted big name schools this year, which is always good. I feel like. Yeah. Well, I, maybe not always good. I like that. But I do like it. So I was psyched on the Roger Raglan because, again, if Sean Lee wasn't there, which he ended up going to the Jets. Darren. Or, sorry, Darren Lee wasn't there. Sean Lee's the... Yeah, I know, the Cowboys. <laughs> Who's always hurt. He's a Penn State guy. Damn it. Of course, <laughs> of course he is. He's linebacker, man. Linebacker, linebacker you. Linebacker you, man. Clemson's wide receiver you, if you want to know. Cool Two- stat, Scott. 2017 first-round pick, Bills, cool, Mike man. Williams. Clemson receiver. Guarantee it. Heard it here first. <laughs> All right, so. I like it. <laughs> so when I put on the Reggie Raglan highlight reel, I'll tell you my opinion. That dude flies, and I feel he takes very good angles. Uh, you, you, what's funny about the top two picks, tackle for loss. All day with those kids. Yeah, both of them. All day. Both of them All can just stay right day. on that running Like, back. their football instinct is just. Off the chart. Football. Off the chart. They their, the, their football IQ is just, just it, it just looks on. 
again, I'm watching highlight crap. I understand. Oh, you're watching the highlights. You should have seen them. No, I shouldn't. I also listen to a lot of people, what they say about it. And this is a great pick. How do you go wrong? It's like when the Bills picked up Cordy Glenn in the second round the same year they got Gilmore. It's the same exact thing. I think we've value. had very good value drafts for the last three years, three or four. And, oh, by the way, you don't have to sign Reggie Ragland if you're nervous about him being only a one to two down, or I should say Definitely two down nervous. linebacker. You don't have to worry about the contract that much. That said, with Rex Ryan, you know what he said? I'm not telling anybody who's going where. We're not running our defense like that. It's going to be pretty much left or right. He's bringing it back. This is a Rex Ryan defense. Reggie Ragland could be on the field on third down. I, I, I like to go against the grain. If everybody's saying he can't do this, he can't do that, I, I like to say, well, why can't he? Was he just not put in that position for a reason? Because, again, you could put your linebacker in the zone. There's many different things you can do. And why wouldn't Rex have him add to the pressure? You know what I mean? If if Rex likes to drop a defensive end, you drop Jerry Hughes. Oh, actually, outside linebacker, sorry. No. But you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, so but not- at the same time, there's also, like, you know, I hate to I hate to talk about, like, human beings in this sense, but there's the right tool for the job. You know what I mean? Like, not every, not every single guy is going to be a guy who's good – Who's well-rounded, you know, but there are going to be guys who dominate at rushing the passer, or there are going to be guys who dominate at getting in that backfield. So, like, I don't think you need to force a guy into a role that doesn't fit when you got, I mean, we got a, a pretty deep defense at this point. We got We got three guys that could, you know, see a lot of playing time on that front seven. I mean, I think Washington in the third round there, he's going to be more of a rotational guy. But Yeah, third round, the Bills drafted Dolphus Washington. Also, the Dolph. The Dolph. I'm saying, we, we, we have Kyler or Darius go out. That guy might have an opportunity to become what's, a starter. What's his deal? They say he's a pass-rushing specialist. More, or more, It's a defensive tackle. They said very he can, good at rushing the passer. Interior passer. Yeah, rusher. they said he can play three and five technique. So we did a lot of versatile guys, and I think that's going to That's the key huge. to Rex Ryan. I think it's Ryan. huge, and it's huge for his defense, which is, you can tell Doug Whaley, Rex Ryan on this draft were definitely talking and agreeing on a lot, and they got three very good players above their thing. Obviously, people will say the whole loss in shoulder and the Raglan – heart thing, but they both are cleared. And yeah, what's up the, with... Uh, the loss in shoulder is bogus. By the way, yeah, what were you saying? You were telling me about the shoulder. I'm yeah, sorry. he's had it since he was a freshman year, and last, since two years ago? Or his sophomore year, he started wearing a brace on his shoulder, but he says he doesn't need surgery. Even if he had surgery at the end of next year, he's not out. He's probably back. People have surgery at the end of the season. I got time. two words. But I still don't believe it stem, at all. Stem cells. Shut up. <laughs> what's up with stem cells, man? <laughs> I don't know. Dude, I'm telling you, if there's a little tweak in there, pop a little stem cells, bam, bam, bam. I don't think there's anything I wrong that, with them. I listen to too much that, uh, Joe Rogan podcast. Is that how that works? Yeah, it's a bam, bam, and yeah. You can watch him throw a big lineman around with his bad shoulder, yeah, Adam right? Scheffner. Uh, by the way, what was... Wham, bam, thank you, Dad. What was Scheffner's deal? 
Anytime a guy was picked, uh, talk to four or five teams, could possibly need surgery on his left nut. Ah, uh, cool, dude. Like, why don't you just spoil everybody? Just spoil every every fan's draft pick here, Schefter. What are you, the first aid guy? Well, you should have made his avatar the Red Cross. Because I don't give a, a flying shit about... What? I, nobody heard these injuries. Heard about these injuries. What? You've been holding back on this information that you just had to get it out well, there? No, well, Lawson had to go back to the... Because more teams wanted to recheck him after mm-hmm. the combine. Because he wanted to, he passed everyone. Except there's six teams that flagged it. Obviously, we're not one of them because we don't we drafted them. And I, I personally don't think there's anything. There might be some. I don't know. I don't think he's gonna need surgery at all, unless like, he like tears he it. Was, it has when, nothing to do with when the he was asked now. about it. In the interview, he goes, he was like actually kind of pissed. He's like, yeah, this is not the first I've heard about this. I actually like it though because that's probably the reason he dropped a 19, which I'll take all day long. Whatever dumb teams have their dumb medical. Staff. So what? Raglan has a bigger aorta. Well, dude. Everyone said he just has to check it. You ever watch play? He needs more blood flow. Get out of here. If he monitors it, he's fine. Is that all the aorta is? That that works. All the aortas is just some damn big tube. All right, it's the main one. All right, so he's got more blood flow. Doctor Dave here. Doctor Dave, no Bills fan. He cleared him. He was the guy who cleared him for medical. I cleared him. I brought him in. I go, kid, you got a lot of heart. The dad joke. Kid, I like the way you knock him around. But yeah, I felt bad for that kid. He had to wait. But it's okay. Guess what Reggie Ragland said? I can't wait to play for Rex Ryan. And for you Rex Ryan haters, you got guys resigning. You got guys wanting to come play for Rex. They're buying in at the podium. You know what I mean? They're buying in after they get the call. Oh, I'm at the Bills? No problem. Which, oh, by the way, Alabama... Because I just say what I hear is the closest defense to what Rex Ryan runs. So what Whaley's confirmed, too. Yeah. And Clemson runs the same defense, too. So, so it's perfect. It's very interchangeable. Yes. And so these guys are going to be, to me... Both top five defenses in the college football last year. To me, that's being a step ahead. Now, let's talk about my buddy Tom. It's a guy I do, uh, it's my drywall savior, calling drywall dad. And he's a great human being. And he was telling me today, he goes, Dave, the Bills, since Whaley have has been in, has been making the moves and drafting the guys that I say, we need this. And then they go and get him. And he pans out. And when, you know, decade ago, they're drafting like the Whitners of the world. Who? Wait, why? You know, like, we were talking about this before we started. It's freaking awesome to have a GM. It doesn't just bore you to death. Like, anything is possible. Anything is possible. Yeah, it's a fourth-round pick. Who cares? Let's get Reggie Raglan. Let's go do it. Yeah. I agree. And... Uh, we guess we can touch on the last three guys, the Williams, Lispin, and the Safety Seymour. Williams got in play last year, and uh, everyone, our Manos, our uh, scout guy, said he probably would have went second or third round. All I know from Arkansas is they all they did was run the ball, and he, they've always had good stats. So Well, he slipped under the radar because he didn't play at all last year, right? Yeah, he had, had he, torn ligaments in his foot. 
Which is perfect, I guess, if and he's pe- back and healthy. And people will say, well, why do you need him? You said that about Carlos Williams. So Carlos Williams was round. meant, I thought, maybe they knew Carlos Williams was, it seems like Dog, in a way, wanted to push Fred Jackson out the door. So maybe when they draft the Carlos Williams, he's like, yo, frankly, as much as we love Fred, Fred was hurt every single year. Even though he's a bionic man, there was time missed with him. And I think that's how Whaley looked at it. Now, Carlos Williams got hurt, too. Yeah, no. happens. So that's, I think, the main reason we took him is we can get this guy in the practice squad. But, but and- what I'm saying is, say Fred made the team, right? Carlos Williams was going to be that special teams guy anyways. I feel like this guy... He's going to compete for that third running back spot. And even if he isn't a third running back, they're going to carry what? Five? It, probably Four to five? counting the spot. Uh, right. Or, uh, and they had Re- Refrigerator Perry's kid there. I think that's him. Who? Okay. I totally fucking botched his name. I don't know. Wilder. Wilder Jr. That's it. I have no idea. Because that was a running back in the NFL. I know who the fridge is. Okay, yeah, I said the wrong guy. Wild, <laughs> Wilder Jr. is back there with Gillis Lee, Carlos Williams, and, and McCoy. We had a and lot I, of injuries at running back last right. year, so it's it's like the cornerback thing. You just got to draft a lot of them. You're going to need them. And the practice squad, that's what I was trying to think of. And you keep all these guys on the practice squad, they will they can learn the offense, and then if someone goes down, they can step right in. I have no problem with the pick. A lot of people, oh, why don't they take a tackle? Why don't they take a – I'm sorry, but can the team build – People need to have a thing in their head where you have on-off is not the the equation. It's starting, it's the end, and you have the middle. Okay? There's a middle. It's called building. Jordan Mills showed a lot of promise at the end of the season. He also stayed healthy. Santrell Henderson has experience. But he's inconsistent, and he has a medical deal going on. You know what I mean? John Miller, they were stoked on to get in the third round last year. They wanted that kid all along. We talked about him last year, how smart he is. Let the kid get into year two. Jeez, like really, let him get into year two. I am not flipping out that they don't have, that they didn't draft an offensive lineman. Because if they would have, you would have said, well, where's the receiver? You know what I'm saying? It's like, dude, pick a poison. Are you that mad? I think they know what they're doing. That offensive line came together really nicely by the last half of the year. I know. We led the league in rushing. There had to be something right. Right side is a little weak, but two pro bowlers. Let Let them go. Yeah. You know? Just let them work. Let them develop. I, I am not bothered. Were you guys bothered they didn't take an offensive lineman? No, they signed a, like 30 of them as undrafted free agents. That's right. <laughs> Which is fine. You, yeah. need, you need camp bodies, yeah. too. You need bodies. And you never know. You could get one of those. But the Vasquez guy they picked up in free agency from the Panthers, mm-hmm. solid depth, you know. Well, speaking of receiver, also, that Lisbon dude is very interesting because he's a speedster, which probably yeah. is. TCU receiver. Ran a ten oh three hundred. Yeah, he ran a four three nine in camp with two hernias, which it's, it's, they were just wait, repaired. Though listen, B, listen, B. That's it, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's uh, which basically I probably it's Goodwin's end of the 
road for Buffalo if that's what their, their new speed guy is going to be. But who knows? Might keep them both. Durability, durability, durability. I think, there's, I think that's 11 wide receivers on the roster now. I loved Roscoe Parrish. <laughs> but damn, he got hurt. True. I love me Marquise Goodwin. And I hate to say it, buddy, you get hurt. I've always had your back. Stay listen healthy, B. Lispin. Listen, B, whatever your name is, buddy. TCU, dude. Got you, fam. Stay healthy. Go fast. Yo, I want Marcus Easley to get healthy. I want to see him catch another touchdown pass I this year. To see, oh, I so wanted to see Marcus Easley be, like, featured. Since like, We've had the wide receiver <laughs> forever that we need to go up and get the ball. I remember Fitz in the lockout year. Fitzpatrick was like, oh, Marcus Easley's beasting. You know, in his little Fitzpatrick. I, I can't wait till everyone complains we don't have a number two receiver. I'm like, um, Clay and McCoy are number twos and three receivers, actually. And Robert Woods was hurt. And Robert, Robert Woods. Woods is hurt. Robert Woods is solid. There is nothing wrong with Robert Woods. There is nothing wrong. If you like Steve Agreed. Johnson, how do you not like Robert Woods? Sorry. That's four people right there that can catch the ball. So I think we're set in that and on a running Hankerson. team. When we're a running we got, team. We got a Hankerson guy in there. If you if you add up the three guys that the Bills added, we talked about it before, it's over 1,000 yards production between the three of them. Boykin. Who was it? Boykin. Hankersley, Hankerson, and... Salas. And Salas. Salas was on Salas. our team at the end of the year. Yeah, he was. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Surprise. De- and Des Lewis. We got a lot of receivers. Yeah, I'd like to see what happens with Des Lewis, you know? But you do wonder about Marquise Goodwin now, I will say. Because you have two guys that are small like that. At the same time, you do not have McAlvin to return kicks. Who did we have returning kicks last year? I was just trying to think of that. I don't remember, actually. You know, it's like if you <laughs> asked me in like two months who we, won the Super we Bowl, brought, I'd be like, what? We oh. had Marcus Thigpen in and out on um, He was gone to it the end of year, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He got cut, re-signed, cut again. He got fucking up. You get caught. Yeah. Sorry, Marcus. You can't, you, you can't come in and fumble. I don't think we had like anyone returning, though. I don't think we ever got to return kicks or punts. So maybe that's why I... There will be a lot of kicks returned this year. That's why I'm wondering. Really, think, Gal- think, was it Gillespie doing kicks? I might have been. I really think that I, I could see Marquise Goodwin making the team because he's a very good route runner. A lot of guys like him. You know, he's not just a go-fast guy. And he, at the same time, it's very good PR to have an Olympian represent, you know, a Buffalo Bills player that's an Olympian. He's going to be in the Olympics. You know, that could be another thing. He'll still be on the team by then, though, because they wouldn't cut him before camp. Right, right. At the same time, what if you have a what if, – what if Percy Harvin decides to come back? No. He already said no, so I don't think that's happening. I'm just saying, though. Like, what if there's a door, there's your an opportunity where a guy – What I'm trying to tell you – Your jersey is obsolete is what I'm trying to tell you. Yo, listen, your, your B. Percy Harvin Yo, listen, B. Listen, B. Hey, listen, it. B. It's listen over. to me. Take number eighteen, dude. Shred. Take number eighteen, please. God damn it! I have Kyle Orton's number. Fuck. Dude. Oh. Yo, dude. The anybody know what the Bills do? The nameplates at the stadium or something? Am I like fuck with this jersey? My mom. But I like Harvin. We have a nameplate person. You do? Yeah. 
Your mom's good with an iron? She does not the one we do it. We have a person who does it. No way. That's how I got my that's how I got my Watkins jersey. How? We know people. Don't worry about Wait, it. Wait, you turned your Fitzpatrick jersey into Watkins? My dad had a whole box of Fitzpatrick jerseys and uh, Does he still have them? No, I think they he used to give them out for like prizes. Like as for last place, you Yo, got you a Fitzpatrick got a guy, jersey. Huh? How much do they charge? Like seven bucks. No way, dude. I'm going to Marshall's tomorrow. <laughs> I'm buying everything. CJ Spiller, who's number 28? Darby. Darby, dude. Oh, yeah. Jesus, come Yo, on. No, man, it's off season. Give me a break. All right, the Bills also grabbed the cornerback <laughs> in the sixth round. <coughs> Excuse me. Anybody know his name? No. Seymour Venn something? I don't know. Seymour. He ran a 4-3-9-2. He's fast. USC. What's his deal? Special teams, man. You need cornerbacks, too. Stay young at that position. I did say don't be shocked if they take two corners. No, that was wrong. Yeah, but that's because you didn't know we were going to trade a pick away. So, duh. There are a couple guys I want to touch on. Number one. (laughs) He said it again. (laughs) Dave likes to touch on guys. You just spiked. And so what if I do? We had to pause this podcast earlier. And guess who came with their hand raised, scraping my arm with their Taco Bell drink? Adam Deacon. No, I'm Bill's Adam D. So we got a thing. No, we don't. He wishes he had a thing. I got a thing. With me. You can you Dude, can't Scott, you, I'm like looking that. at this wave, Scott. You spiked that thing to Mars. I am sorry to the listeners. <laughs> I am sorry. Look at that shit, dude. You broke the you broke the screen. Did I Gronk spike it? Speaking, Speaking of, of Gronk. Do you know Segway. The, do you know the Gronks? Uh Buffalonian. My dad's friend, his uh son, uh roomed with him in Arizona. You're from Buffalo, man. I know. They're from do you, do, do you do, know that they're from Buffalo? Do you know Gronk? Yes. Yeah. They got, do you realize Gronk went to Zona at college? Yeah, but who cares if he roomed with them in, in, in Zona? Yeah, that's how we know him. Yeah, but you should know him closer than that from being in Buffalo. He's from Williamsville. I'm from Orchard Park. Whatever, man. And he roomed they, with them. They, uh, they own some gyms out there, don't they? G&G right? Fitness. No, right? no, no. They didn't pay for that. Fuck, uh, fuck that. They didn't pay for that. Not them. They they own a gym. If you want if you want to get in on that, we can we can work something out. Yeah, num Bills fan at Gronk, gmail.com. You know, uh, we know you're listening. We got some advertising opportunities. Well, Let Glenn, us know. Glenn Gronkowski kind of brings some cool stuff to the table. Does I, he? Yes. Yeah, I don't know. He how, could. If, they were saying that he could he, take up three roster spots. He's essentially. A, yeah, he's, he's a very, very versatile. He's a very athletic. I look at him like Marquise Gray. Yeah. I can see okay. that. Yeah, yeah. A little I smaller. Like, yeah. I like putting I like putting him that that kinda helps me put him on the roster. There is something to pedigree. You don't have every one of your sons make it to the NFL at some point. And they might have the best nutritionist ever. Have you seen the size of his brother? All of them, yeah, they're huge. Yeah, they are enormous. And this is what, the smallest one? Mm-hmm. 
I, I think, have you ever actually watched him play at K State? I've seen him make some some like very athletic plays. I've like, seen a couple like, games. What, like, what do you see out of him? I, I trust your eye. You play a lot of sports. He'll probably be on the practice squad because I think he's he's going to be a special teamer. Yeah, teamster, and because he's so athletic and I think he's, he's going to make like, the team on special teams, even though he says he's never played it. I don't know. He's going to be like an H back. I think he'll be. Yeah, I don't know. But if, if they're carrying it. him on the team, practice squad, he yeah. has to be special teams if he's active. What I'm saying is that he's not featured. You get what I mean? Yes. That said, if he goes to the practice squad, do you worry about Uncle Bill Belichick coming by and trying to scoop him up? Because that's what I thought. I thought maybe they had like a little deal worked out with the Patsies. You know? I mean, they are Bills fans, so I think they chose that over. And they, but Bill might not came. I don't know. Well, at least they're trying. Yeah, I think a lot of these that striker guys will probably actually make that the team. striker guy. I think Arabs, he will make it the team. Let's address it. Yeah, Scott. I think Scott. So. Let's address it, guys. Guys, guys. All right. Yeah, yeah. They might not know the striker guy because I didn't know the striker guy. All right. So the Bills, another top. I do. He intercepted uh, Deshaun Watson in the semifinal game because don't, it was we really don't even bad. know who we don't know who you're talking about yet, dog. Striker. We're talking Eric Striker from Oklahoma. And he was an – wasn't he an outside linebacker or was he a defensive end? What did they call him? He was like – he's like a super tweener guy. 5'11". Yeah, he's like – he weighs he like had a lot guy. of tackles for Skinny. loss, though, too. Yeah, he's fast. Yeah. Right. They were project. some people were saying possible safety. Yeah, he's a, he's a safety linebacker. That is cool, tweener. man. Like, that's – that was a guy that we also talked about them trying to find in the draft. You know, so it's, it, when I saw that they grabbed a guy like that and all, everybody on Twitter was like, oh, they grabbed striker. You know, I had to do my due diligence. Kid's a playmaker. Kid is definitely a playmaker. He's got that football instinct, that IQ thing we've been talking about all podcasts. But did you see the video he had? Yeah. It was beautiful, man. <laughs> that was so beautiful. Yeah, very touching. Why are you laughing at me? Did, did the video I... make you cry? Did you have tear injury? No, but it takes a lot of balls to do that. It takes what video a lot did of you hurt. like better, his or Cardell Jones's? Cardell. If you don't know what Cardell Jones did, he did a Hulkamaniac with his uh, muscle shirt, and he just ripped it off. We should say tank top. Or yeah, no, if you're very, wondering, it's very a very amusing beater. situation. He actually PC, thought he was getting. He thought he was getting pranked when he got the call. He got prank called all day. Yeah, he was getting prank calls. That calls was with, funny. I heard that. And and he actually thought he was getting pranked when he got that call, and then he saw his name on the TV, and and he's like, he's like, I didn't believe it until I saw it come shirt. across the bottom of the. Wild, great reaction. I loved it. That kid's a ball buster, man. Like he's like really funny. He beat that kid in ninety eight, or beat him ninety one to twenty one in uh, NCAA. The kid who had uh, he like went and visited uh. What's that called? Children in hospitals who have that cancer. And yeah, he played yeah. games and he beat them. He was uh, he was Ohio State and he beat them ninety one to well he beat them ninety one to thirty something and he was Cardell Jones and he had like ten touchdowns. And then like someone on Twitter put it, he's like actually it was ninety eight. <laughs> 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 and he spoke out against the NCAA the second he left too, like a lot. He was on ESPN. What did for, he say? Just basically how hypocritical they are and how. They can't get any. Like, yeah, some people were roasting him for a tweet he had years ago. Like, 
why are we going to class? Oh, this is the best. That's the best tweet in the world. It's, uh, I didn't come here to play school. <laughs> <laughs> so that was my first tweet was, uh, Cardell didn't come to Buffalo to play school. Excellent. He's just saying what we're all thinking. I said some dumbass shit in 2012, too, probably. I don't think what he said was dumb. I don't think it was dumb either. No, I think it was awesome. Well, yeah, it's awesome, but also at the same time, it's just like, don't don't draw negative attention to yourself. Yeah, I guess that's true. I could see that. Grow up. My point exactly. That's what I'm saying. When when you know that you're you're gonna be trying to get looked at to to go play professional ball, you wanna come off as a professional. How did the Bills get Cardale Jones? He tweeted seven, seven picks before the Bills took him. Huh. Insert that emoji. Wait, what? I didn't even see that. That's what I saw. He tweeted that he was going to the Bills seven picks before it. No, he just tweeted the number seven. Seven picks before the Bills. Oh. Interesting, right? Maybe psychic. Yeah. And then he can throw it to the empty or the open receiver that he knows yeah. is open. So the Bills did something interesting when they brought in Adolphus Washington. Um, Cardale Jones. I think they even brought in the Lee kid. And did they bring in Braxton Miller? I think they did, right? What for a what, visit? For a visit? Oh, for your visits? Yeah. When they when they brought all the Ohio State kids. Yeah, yeah. When they brought them in, they brought them in as a group. And that was like a big reason they chose the Adolphus Washington kid. They're like, you know, we paid attention to how he interacts with everybody, and they said the same thing about like Raglan. Like, like when they went out to eat with with Reggie Raglan, like people, like when like they just he was like the man. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of cool how they did everything a lot different than typical. Like they brought in everybody as a group instead of just one-on-one. So value-wise, I don't think they could have did better in in their draft at all. And it shows that Rex Ryan and Doug Whaley are and Terry Pagula. They're all in, in sync with each other because they're not afraid to spend money. They're, they don't seem handcuffed with making moves, and they're just ready to roll. No matter what it takes, if that means we got to go Rex Ryan defense, let's figure it out for him. He ain't going anywhere for a minute, Rex Ryan. Unless they absolutely bomb. Everybody wants to play for him that's on the team right now currently. I don't think anything's happening with him. And the third-round draft pick, I mean, that guy's going to develop Adolphus Washington. He's going to develop behind Kyle Williams and Marcel Darius. And when Kyle Williams is ready to retire or take a step to the side, reduce his role if he needs to to stay healthy, when he does that, Washington should be ready to step right in. I agree. And by then we'll be drafting more too. I think they're all on the same page right now, and I think everything's falling in place, and I think they're going to get Gilmore and Tyrod signed too, and I think I think the, they have this plan, and I think it's coming 
think it's coming. People got to hold off. They cut, Positivity. They cut three players, and the big name was Jarvis Wynn. And I feel bad for him because we just talked about him dropping a bunch of weight to play outside linebacker. Now, Wynn, I personally wouldn't be shocked because they liked him enough to tell him to do all that. I would not be shocked if they cut him and brought him back. That said, I think the striker kid, that might confirm that he makes the team. Maybe they'll like him that much. And with Juris Wynn, he had a million-dollar contract with a $125,000 signing bonus. So it was only $125,000 dead cap, but they save a million dollars. They save a million dollars on a player. So for all you cap people out there, well, Cordy Glenn got done. I'll trade Juris Wynn for that, but that's what it takes. Agreed. Also, do you have any other thoughts on the players? Um, they picked up a kicker, undrafted kicker from Georgia. Supposedly uh, he nailed a 56-yarder, and Georgia's all-time kicker. Yeah, they bring a kicker every year. It's always good to have competition, especially at the kicker position. Yeah. You, you want to get the best one? Definitely. Definitely. Now, one last thing I thought was interesting. Were you guys, I take it we were all watching the draft live, right? Oh, yeah. Then all of a sudden, somebody in a gas mask and a bong pops up on your Ten screen. minutes before the draft, the Twitter's going insane. Going insane. And I'm watching the ESPN feed. I was wondering how long they were going to wait to like even bring it up. I thought they were like, do they not know what's going on? Well, they act like the kid, like Tunsil, Jeremy Tunsil, put it's out an L. Actually, I think, I think his name's Lamary. Yeah. What? Yeah, it's not Jeremy. It's an L. Oh Laramie. man, I'm sorry. Sorry, Laramie. But Laramie Tunsil was going to go to the Ravens. That's what all the reports were. The Ravens were going to take him, but it would have been a PR nightmare pretty much for them after the Ray Rice thing to bring this kid in after this whole. Well, that's ripping not a bomb even video. The same thing. No, yeah. but that dude reports are which it's multiple. He was going to be the number one pick if it didn't get traded. Think so? Yeah, yeah Titans are going to take him. Yep. Wow, that's crazy. But he slid. He slid down to Miami. So a few more yeah. picks. Big deal. Big deal. I'm glad he slid. Well, I'm not because now we have to play him. And we'll be fine. Twice. Shaq Lawson, Jerry Hughes. It's going to take a little while to develop. True. That said, if the Bills would have taken him, I wouldn't have complained. If, if Lawson and Raglan were off the board, I would have taken Raglan 19. I think I already said that. Look, I know. Oh, yeah, I would have taken Raglan. Yeah. Well, <laughs> his name keeps coming up a lot. Yeah, I would have taken Raglan. Yo, he was totally at the top of my board. Yeah, man, totally at the top of my board. <laughs> I actually had a mock three years ago. Uh, but no, really though, I, I thought the 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 Laramie Tunsil thing was awesome. I thought it was incredible because then you get to see John Gruden. Hey, let me tell you something, kids. All right, you gotta see all that damn social media, that Twittering, and like it's like John, no fucking shit, dude. <laughs> yeah, like maybe if you're a fucking top kid in college, recruit. You don't take videos of your bongs. I won't put a fucking dick pic out there because I'm not fucking satisfied. 
I'm, and you won't find on my Instagram me ripping bongs. Like, yo, I'll fucking smoke till I fall asleep. I don't give a fuck, but I'm not going to post a fucking bong video on anything. On fucking anything. It's absolutely stupid. Well, he's not the one who posted it. I know. But the video's out there. And John Gruden's overall point is, dude, just be a little aware. Just be a little aware. That said, hey, Leonard Tunsil, the kid was hacked. Allegedly, it's his stepfather. They're connecting the dots. It's his stepfather who he, he doesn't, get, doesn't get along with. Sabotaged him. And to me, I felt so bad for that kid. I'm like, I cannot wait to see the humanity, the humanity of ESPN right now. And I forgot her name. I don't think it was Andrea Kramer. Whoever the lady is, the nice lady who interviews the players, she could not resist. Like, after they get drafted. Susie Colbert? Yes. For ESPN? She asked like six times if it was him. Yeah, Susie Colbert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, this you? is it you? Is it you? Is it you? It's like, yo, shut the fuck up. You know it's him. Everybody knows it's fucking him. Leave the fucking kid alone. Like, he's going through the worst day of his life, and you got to pressure him. To me, that's a fucking crime. You're a pile of shit, ESPN, ESPN producers, for doing that. You know, you got a job to do. We got No, fuck that. There comes a time where there's crossing the line, and the kid already feels like shit. You don't think the kid feels like shit? Being embarrassed? One of the greatest draft moments ever. <coughs> the most drama ever. It's never happened. Never happened. Do you think it was rigged on purpose and the NFL actually did it to get these high ratings all of a sudden? Conspiracy. <laughs> if anything, I think the Dolphins put it out there. Yo, or Dolphins, so they knew who he dropped to him. Who knows? Either way, I, I just I, I just thought it was like I, I thought it's dumb because I don't know if you guys listen to a lot of things. It's it's I've already been on Josh Gordon Day and all this crap, so I'm not even gonna go down the whole weed road. But for real, it's really acceptable to be like, ha, you know, me and Johnny boy went out out to the bar, we had a few brewskis, things got a little wild. I don't know how I made it home. Last side check when you're with your boys and you're doing mega bong rips out of your fucking gas mask. It's like, hey, did you see that movie? Can you believe they aren't there? Then you guys leave on good terms. You drive home more focused. And you're like, wow, that was a great day. I got to learn about myself a little bit. We went deep. Not I'm woken up fucked up the next fucking day because I can't find my phone and make it to the fucking Bills game. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) Do you get what I'm saying, though? It's like, guys, John Gruden, get over the fucking stereotype. Yeah, I mean. Just get over it, dude. Yeah, I think. It's not a big fucking deal. I think it's more his, he's not the brightest it looks like. Because then he uh, threw his college under the complete bus with the the text that, and then they're like, (laughs) asked him point blank, oh, did you take money? And he said no. And then he was like. Yeah, I did, <laughs> which you can't do in college, <laughs> which it doesn't hurt him. It's just now Ole Miss is scrambling, Well, yeah, but I they watched, might not have anything on him. I watched this video, right, and it was, I think, of Ezekiel Elliott, right, and they show him training, like a, like a draft video or whatever, and I think he's, like, closing the door on an Escalade, and it's like, yo, Lance, I checked, man, these motherfucking kids... Our finance to the fucking gills of meal plans. My best friend went to Syracuse. Shout out to my boy, Corey Kreider. If 
follow him on Twitter. It's with a K. But I would go up there on his meal plan and just gore the buffet. Just clear it out at SU. Just clear it out. And a lot of times these kids are fucking broke. How are these kids driving Escalades? Everybody's getting paid. Yo, not... Everybody's getting... Not all these kids are broke. Some of these kids have real rich parents. Yeah. I never got paid. I can tell you that much. I'll tell you You what. You do get meal stipends, but that's not that much. I'll tell you what, though. Like, if I'm Ohio State, I don't want that Escalade in the background. Especially with, like, you know... You, you you get what I'm saying about the image? It's just like kind of fishy to me. You know, like brand new whips all lined up. These kids are coming like, I don't know, man. Like, I'm more of like a low-key guy. Like, you don't even know what I'm doing. Nah, nah. If I was getting paid, some Ezekiel Elliott guy. Clemson know. doesn't get paid. They're a clean organization. I'm not saying <laughs> I'm not saying Ezekiel Elliott or anybody's getting paid. I'm not. I'm just saying it's, it's just raises an eyebrow. It could have been after his, uh, I don't know when these workout videos were, but sometimes the your agent gives you a shit ton of stuff after you graduate, or after you ah. declare. So it could be that. But uh, Ohio State's already got in trouble before for the whole money. Well, actually, the thing they got in trouble for is they were selling stuff that they got as gifts from the bowl games, but you can't do that, which is bullshit. Yo, I don't care what... That's what Cardell was going off on. Free labor, NCAA. What a fucking joke. Yeah, they, I mean, they are geniuses. What a fucking joke. It's hey, a pretty good... Uh, hey, the rules are the rules. Business I, plan. I'm just glad we don't have any of that mess here here in western New York. No, All right, I got the dumbest question. Oh, wait, except for John Blake. I got the dumbest question in the world. Why can't somebody start up? This is going to kill me. This is recorded. I don't even want to ask it. Never mind. Go. No, you have to now. We'll do it after the record. We'll, we'll cut this part. No, we won't. Well, since I'm the one who cuts it, it ain't going to get cut. All right, the dumbest thing in the world. You ready for it? Brace yourself. Why can't a bunch of people who can't get into these good colleges get together? It's called the Arena League, if that's what you're going for. Like, how come they can't have a, a, a developmental league? Don't they? These kids Isn't the USA actually get drafted? No, there's going to be major league football, and that folded already. Didn't even get started. Really? It's going to be major league football. Yeah, and they wanted to eventually down the road I try remember. to approach yada yada NFL yada yada the NFL about doing something because John Murphy had him on his on his show. The they wanted to do like a minor owner. league system, right? Yeah, right. And and, and to me, it's like. Just do it in the spring or the late spring, early summer when people really want football because we're talking about the draft. Football is the weirdest sport. Isn't it crazy? Hockey has a minor league system. And I understand understand injuries. I really do. At the same time, there's got to be a bunch of people, 18 to 22, that are very good at football. Yeah, and I brought this up before. Yeah, that, that are very good at football. And you got some and free agents suck it floating around school. that, that might be want honest. another chance, whatever, right. you know? And let's be honest. I sucked at school by choice. I did not give a shit after a while. I did not. But if you gave me something I'm interested in, I'm crushing it, man. Make money. Okay, set my mind to make money. I can figure out a way to make money. You know, like, you, you find a way to, to achieve what you want. And to me, it's like, these kids studied 
hypothetically, if they invested four years of their life in a developmental league, couldn't they be better than the college athlete in some certain aspects where they're stressed out with school, they might not be eating right, they're partying too much, they're not focused. You know what I'm saying? Like, college is hard. I don't know, like, Scott, how did you keep up on all your assignments and practice and sleep schedule and nutrition, like, on two sports? Don't look at me with the blank. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know. I've, I've always been used to that. Was it just like a day at a time? I guess. I don't know. I played three sports in high school. I'm just, I think I just got used to it. There's not a lot of sleep. I know that much. That's so about it. How did you recover if you got injured? We have, we have therapy. A little PT action. We have pretty good trainers, I guess. Well, I don't know. Do you think it's a lot? It's a little less grind as D three, but uh, do you think if these athletes could train all the time and not worry about school, that they would be better athletes per se? Or do you think you kind of? I need think a lot of them do that take? actually already. <laughs> really, they just get past. They just get passes with their grades, etc. Yeah, they just take easy classes. Okay. So there's a lot of good people who don't, but. I don't know. You're just saying the effort level for a lot of them. It's you know for they're, school. You know they're they're, there they're mostly focused on football. Right. Yes. Right. Well, I don't know. You guys have anything else? I mean, I think it was a great draft and excited. Now, impact players was the key to the draft, and we got yeah two big names for that, and I I'm excited to see how they are used. And we and, got great value on both of them. Yeah. Which is huge. I think we got great value on Cardell Jones. I mean, they were telling this kid is, they were telling him first round pick. But you know how that goes. You go through the process. Hey, kid, really though, you're not going to be a first round pick. They're going to pick you up. They're going to, they're going to figure out a way to not make you first round pick. So they're going to poke so many holes on your film. Can he do this? Can he do that? Da da da. You know, but the way I look at it is. There's definitely some kind of method to the madness here in the works. And the best part is Doug Whaley told us everything they're going to do. I feel like these guys have been telling us what they're going to do. We're going to build up the defense. We built up the offense last year. That's what Doug Whaley said. What did he do? He did it. We're going to take a quarterback. He did it. Now, you Jamokes out there think the Bills are going to take a second or third round quarterback. You're out of your mind. Now, you could say this is the Whaley era, the new era, two years in, second year, or you can be the pessimistic asshole like some people are, which I don't want to go down this territory, but I will say if you look at the Bills' track record, they don't draft quarterbacks. That said, I think that's changing. Yeah, I think, I think, I think a lot of teams are going to start doing that. Patriots have been doing it forever. You have to. Yeah. I mean, Matt Castle is yeah. a seventh-round pick. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Garoppolo was like a fifth or sixth too. Was he that? No, Jimmy Garoppolo. Or was second he one of the round. earlier ones? Yeah, he was second. He was a second round pick. We got the stats here. Did you see Connor Cook went to the Raiders? Yeah, exactly. They have a young guy already, but you need backup yeah. injuries, and you never know what's going to happen. And he plays kind of similar to Carr. Does I, he? I don't mind that draft pick for them. No, I think that's a nice fit, actually. And they got him like the fourth round. Now the Seahawks brought in the one kid that plays like Russell Wilson, anyways. What's his name? Or he's like the same height, or shorter. Who they draft? I I, I didn't no. really pay attention the second day except that one time when. No, McShay I think they brought him someone. in as a free agent. 
He said he could be better than. What team did he play for? I'm dumb. You think I wrote this down on the board? <laughs> no. Seahawks. He says he could be a better quarterback than, than the top guys. That he said that, or their yes, organization? He did. He did. He's got like a small stature to him. Was you know, was it Boykin? Yes. Oh, from TCU. Yeah. Yeah, he's a receiver. Well, he's not a receiver. He was a receiver, and then he became their quarterback. He was actually pretty good, but they run sp- spread offense. That's where they have all these fast, really fast receivers that right. like Lisbon. Yeah, Boykin. I thought he was going to be a receiver in college, or college, uh, NFL. But he could. I could see him being good behind Russell Wilson. Actually, Seahawks picked him up. Hey, it's worth a shot. He's very. Af- he's extremely athletic. I, I man, I think about. I think about the Hackenberg kid when we're talking quarterback. I still can't believe the Jets. I still can't. I feel bad for Chan Gailey because, like, the guy finally has a quarterback that can play consistently in the system and Ryan Fitzpatrick. Well, not finally. Trevor Boykin. Right. Good work, Scott. Google. Yeah, I don't know where my phone is. Bright. Me. It's right. I know where your phone is. Tampa Bay just scored an overtime to win it, too. A little hockey thing. I think we're done here. Yeah. I'm done. I feel bad for Chan Gailey because he can't. He's I such feel a bad good for whoever's listening to this still. The, the, uh, the last 10 minutes. Don't need to listen to it. Sorry, guys. Too late. You're screwed. Numbillsfan.com. Follow us on Twitter. Wow. Way to go. Scott Campbell, 13. Follow on Twitter. You'll probably be able to find Numbills Adam D. Sup? That's me. Hey. NumBillsFan.com. Please check us out. Tell your friends. Hit us up on Twitter. I want to talk a lot of shit. I want to get into it with people. Come on. I want to calm the fire. I want to get shit on. Please, send me something. Let's argue. I love hearing callers call into shows and they go, You know, the Bills, they just draft these crappy quarterbacks. He couldn't even start on his own team. He got benched and they drafted him. Shut the fuck up. Do you ever think you, no one's arguing with you because no one listened? <laughs> yes, that's what I think. So listen, all seven of you, get on numbillsfan.com, get on at numbillsfan on Twitter, interact with me. You want to send me an email along with an email at numbillsfan, wait, f- shit, numbillsfan at gmail.com. Send me an email. I don't care. Hit me up on Instagram or Facebook, David J. Palermo. Find us also on Facebook, numbillsfan.com. If you want to see our YouTube videos, anything we've ever done dumb in the past, numbillsfan.com. Click the icons. It will take you where you need to go. See the Twitter icon? Guess what? Also, our feed is up there. Live. All right. We're done. All right. Goodbye. It's fun numbillsfan.com. Fun week again. Scott, thank you. The draft expert. Hopefully you're never back. Uh, right. Week one, live podcast from Section 331. Do you have horse picks? Uh, Nyquist is going to win. Okay. Do you? Nope. I want the horse with the green thing. Numbillsfan.com.